Welcome to the episode of, or the first episode of After the Pulpit for the week of February the 5th, 2023. I'm Ian Hawkridge, coming to you from Somerset West in South Africa. Nearly a year ago, I retired from full-time ministry, and although the calling never fades, the activities of ministry change. I'm hoping with this podcast, which is not a continuation of the weekly gospel, I'm hoping that some people can receive some help from the thoughts that I have time for these days. The title for this morning is Give Thanks in All Circumstances. I'm reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 12 to 18 in the New Revised Standard Version. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, beloved, to admonish the idlers, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all of them. See that none of you repays evil for evil but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. Paul's final words in his first letter to the church at Thessaloniki are a source of encouragement, but there are phrases that may seem strange to us. Perhaps the most puzzling for me are contained in verses 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I'm going to try to explore these verses over the next few weeks in reverse order, starting with give thanks in all circumstances. The Greek text simply says, give thanks in everything. Eucharistio en pas. Leaving us with a question, how is this possible? I believe that what Paul is referring to here is an attitude to life. It is possible to live life in an attitude of thanksgiving, or is it? The answer to that depends on what or who we think is the source of our lives. If I think that my whole life depends on my thoughts, words and actions, then I am constantly going to be trying to improve on this, and upset when things don't go my way. But if I am willing to give God credit for my life and circumstances, then my response will be different. I'm reminded of a chorus that we used to sing which goes, Count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. The song itself contrasts the troubles of life with the blessings of life. But what if we do not try to make that distinction? 
What if we try to receive all of life as a gift of grace, even the tough times? It's tempting, though, when we try to do this, to make it a pragmatic exercise, looking at life and and trying to determine what we can learn out of the tough spots. I've also had so many people say to me that they're going through trying circumstances because God is punishing them. But that is a gross misunderstanding of the love of God. If we start with the premise that God loves each one of us with an infinite love, then life is neither the result of my sin nor the lack of it. It is the simple result of being human. The major difference between people lies in how we respond to life, the tough times and the goods. Do we look for a scapegoat so that we can blame someone else? Do we simply grit our teeth, believing that we are tough enough to weather the storm? Or do we take our life to God once again, acknowledging that all we have and are comes from Him? It seems to me that the people who are able to live by grace have found a balance point between dealing with tough situations and being thankful for small mercies. So often when we're asked the question in a a context of church about what we're thankful for, we think of the big things. I'm thankful that Jesus saved me from my sins. I'm thankful that, yeah, there's all sorts. But what about the little things? I particularly appreciate my elderly neighbor who, when asked how he is today, says, I had a terrible night but I woke up this morning. Isn't that wonderful? American singer-songwriter James Taylor wrote a song entitled The Secret of Life. And the first couple of lines read as follows. The secret of life is enjoying the passage of time. Any fool can do it. There ain't nothing to it. Nobody knows how he got to the top of the hill. But since we're on our way down, we might as well enjoy the ride. I think he has caught the idea that I'm trying to convey, with one exception, and that is that we can also be thankful to God for life itself. Without it, we would not be around to have this discussion anyway. Amen. Now let's listen to a song. Uh, It's simply called Morning Song. And it begins, thank you God for this morning. Thanks for the whole of today. Hear me Lord, as I sing to you, I'm thankful in every way. Thank you God for this morning. Thanks for the whole of the day. Hear me, Lord, as I sing to you, I'm thankful in every way. I give you the freshness of morning, 
each thought and each action and word. Make my life like a sweet-smelling offering, for you are my precious reward. Oh my God, I worship you. I love you with all of my heart. Walk here beside me and share my life, beginning with this thankful start. Thank you, God, for this morning. Thanks for the whole of the day. Hear me, Lord, as I sing to you. I'm thankful in every way. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon us and give us peace. Amen.